Good man. Back. Messed my back up, man. You know, got pounded pretty good. It was, uh, you know, I was out playing yeah. some, you know, I was playing some softball, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, you know, got you know balls deep. You know, you know, they want you to dig in. Yeah. And it was, you know, I was trying out for this, uh, you know, whatever the adult version of after school. All right. What do they call it? Rec. Rec. Recreational. A recreational okay. softball team. I was trying out for that, and the dudes were just beating me. You know, they were just beating me left, right, right center. I just couldn't keep them off me. Okay. It was a crazy weekend. You know, I think I might have made the cut. You know, I might need to grease some palms, sell myself, and uh, you know, because you know, I I love softballs. You know, like it's just it's one of my favorite games to play. Uh, you know, and it's the camaraderie of it all is mm-hmm. is really it's always fun. You know, it's nothing. One of my one of my favorite models is like there's nothing more fun than you know just getting into some balls with the boys. You know, okay, like that's I don't, just I don't that's one. Of, that, but okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, we've had some fun with you know, me and you had some fun with some balls, like you know, mm-hmm. basketballs and you know, and, you know, other sporting activities. Sure. You know, what I mean, like you know, just playing around, being silly, being silly boys. You know, okay. coming off of that, recovering. You know, okay. doing my best to do that. You know, and you know, just life, man. You know, we're getting older. Absolutely. You know, just you know, you know how it goes, man. You know, like, you got to take it easy, man. Yeah, I, I try to, but you know, you just wake up and you just want to get after it. Life, you want to just grab life by the horn, grab the bull by the you know, whatever you grab on a bull, whatever, okay. you know, whatever, whatever thing you prefer to grab on a bull, that's your business. Yeah. But, you know, like you just grab life, you know, get up, suck the, I mean, uh, take life by the, um, suck the teat of the light of life. You know uh, what I mean? Like you get up and just, the and just like guzzle it, you know, just like you just guzzle life, you know, and, and, and take it in and, and deepen in your gut, you know, and, and really live your life uh, to the fullest. So age will come and try to, did you know run that train off the tracks? But I'm not gonna let that happen to me, bro. You know I'm I'm, I'm really trying to do my best to get the most out of life. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, 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 do, exactly. I'm gonna stroke it till it's over with. You know, like I, you know I'm just like, you know I'm not gonna let any drop be missed. You know, it's just that's just how I that's how I uh, tackle life. You know, what uh, I, mean? that's, that's, I don't know if I can uh, you know, agree with you on that, but I I get it. I get the uh, what do you not? I mean the, like. You gotta stop living such a passive life, man. You gotta take life, you know, and get after it. Life's a highway. I get know? that. I, I, sure, but I mean, uh, I can't speak on you know uh, you by grabbing life by the horns or you know whatever mm-hmm. metaphor, whatever you want to grab. I, but I can, I can grab speak whatever on, you want. I can speak on uh, softball though. Can't speak on that. I have tried out for softball as well. Uh-huh. I don't like baseball because the balls is just too soft for me. I just like huge balls, so you know I'd rather play. Oh. Oh. I rather play oh. 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 Uh, softball. Hey man, whoa, hey, pause, man. That was crazy. What are you? What are we doing? Here? I don't know. That was weird. Let's 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 get into the podcast. That was, hey yo. Yeah, obvious. We got a problem here, and it's more than just Alvin's dream and Punisher. When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, you got two friends who you won't forget. Coming live, Alvin and friend on survival. Laughing nonstop, case drops on a cycle. Louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone. How they make the world seem bright with the lights off? AFs, it might as well stay up. Lies being told, like that dinosaur BS. Magnifying glass to the ground if they don't see us. Having the time, roasting your favorite. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I'm Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman, can't you tell me? 
postal. Going postal. What up? Fran, uh, you know, in case people couldn't catch on uh, the beginning, uh, you know, we were, we were uh, setting up a conversation, the pause game. Okay. Uh, it was, um, it evolved from a, a game that, you know, I, I, you know, we have to admit, we have to be open and honest. This is a game we played as kids. You know, this is, you know, it was, um, uh, it was no homo is what, yes. it, uh, yes. it, what it evolved from. And then pause became a little bit more uh, colloquially acceptable. It wasn't a... And that wasn't as offensive if you don't readily know what, you know, you pick up on it eventually, obviously, right. what, what, the, what the intent is. And it kind of died out because it's an immature game to play. It is. Right? But um, Cameron and Mace, mm -hmm. uh, two uh, former rappers, have started a, a sports sh show. It's actually brilliant. It's like brilliant. It's it really funny. feels like, it feels like um, how Undisputed on Fox Sports has Shannon Sharp and the Skip Bayless is like, it's like, it's like a track suit and business suit. Yeah, like it's raw. Shannon Sharp's kind of, Shannon Sharp brings the raw yes. and then Skip Bayless cleans it up. Yeah. Their show, Cameron and Mace is like two Shannon, two Shannon Sharps. <laughs> raw, but like more, more, yeah. more raw. Yeah, and yeah. it's, you know, they curse and it's very much barbershop talk, right? Very much barbershop talk. And they play that game a lot. Yeah. It's a very Harlem thing. I think it, I think it was birthed in Harlem. Yes. Pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Dame Dash. I watch a lot of Dame Dash interviews because I just find him to be an interesting person. He, he says it a lot and he says it like unironically. He's dead serious. Like, pause. Like, I'm not saying anything sexual to you. I'm just saying whatever, X, Y, and Z. You know, sometimes you just can't, you just can't come quick enough. He's like, you know, pause. Yeah. Uh, but um, it started this debate about, is this offensive, right? And I have my thoughts on it. My, my initial thoughts before I throw it to you is, being immature mm -hmm. in your old, as you get older keeps you young. You know, playing those games and stuff that were fun when you were a kid. So it's funny, while it is immature, it is funny to see two grown men playing the game. It, like, it, it, it makes you feel like a kid again, like where, where that was like a silly thing. And while I understand how somebody could, you could put it under a microscope and get offended by it, but like, mm -hmm. it's a joke, right? And I don't think when Cameron and Mace are playing with each other, they're not, they're not meaning to like denigrate gay people. They're just saying like, hey man, I, what I said was kind of crazy. It, it, it's hard to explain. It's like, I'm not saying like I hate gay people. Just saying, I, what I said to you just there was kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and let me clean it up with a with a paw. And it's just funny. Yeah, it's never it like nobody. Funny. I've never seen it very often where nobody's dead serious. Like, hey man, whoa, fucking pause. I didn't mean to say it like that. Yeah. It just is more so. I caught you. Hey, pause. That was crazy. Yeah. What you just said It's the intent. And so, what are your thoughts on like pause and it coming? Um, it's resurfacing and everything like that. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if it's a. I I don't think I can speak on if it, if it's offensive or not because I would agree. I'd agree. I would agree. Know, I it's not up to us to decide. Exactly. That. So that's fair. Um, but do I think it's immature? Be yes, only because I've never been the one to participate in that. I just that's just not how I talk. So it's like, and it's like I feel like it's it's a bit annoying when it's like you talk like that twenty four seven. Where it's just like. Boom, boom, For pause. Sure. And I go like, all right, yeah. bro, all right, bro. Let's can we have like a be a, mature, a, be adults. A, a, a mature conversation. <laughs> come like I get sure. it, I get it, but it's like I just So do you not like the show? I love the show. I think it's hilarious. And okay, because they I mean that they do it. They do it a lot in the show. Yeah. But it, it is funny when they do it though. But it's I think um a lot of things that add on to it is when they do it, they go like, Oh, that's crazy. And that's like one yeah. of my favorite yeah. sayings. So that, that makes yeah. it more funnier. But other yeah. than being a talk show and that, that being entertainment entertainment, it's like if we just outside, you know, with my friends, like I don't want to. I just don't. That's not a game. Yeah, that's not a game. I'm like bringing back. But yeah. but my point my point is, them being a show and the show gaining popularity, 
is going to give people permission who are foolish and stupid and want to be silly and think Cameron and Mace are funny and think that's a funny thing to do mm. are going to bring it. It is going to come back. Yeah, I get that. You know, so we are going to hear it more in society when a popular show is doing it. Mm. And so, you know, I just wanted to get your thoughts on like, of course, like we don't play like that. Mm. You know, that's not a game we play. But, you know, I know it was a game that was played when I was younger. For and sure. now to see it coming back around in today's kind of more sensitive and more understanding and, you know, uh, treading lightly era. I'm interested in people's thoughts on what I feel like the people who are, you know, being spotlighted and doing it mean no offense. And sometimes it like, doesn't matter what you mean or don't mean is how it's taken. So I guess, you know, all we can do is wait to hear from people who are from the LGBTQ community who have their thoughts on it, which, but I also feel like it, my, I feel like you're going to run across people that go, I don't care. You're going to run across people that go, it's super offensive. You're going to run across people that, yeah, for sure. you know, are somewhere in the middle, you know. I like, think it, ha- it could have something to do. I could think it could, you know, go between, you know, just being, it being like not offensive, but it being like you having some type of homophobia going on where it's just like, it's like, yes. e- but it's like everything's not, everything, whatever you talk, it's not, it's, it makes it seem like everything you say is gay. And it's like, yes. I don't, like what? Like, I'm, you're, that's you're just looking, not how my mind runs. I just don't you're, think. You're connect, but, but the thing, that's why, you know, it's a game, right? Yeah. Because your brain, you've now programmed your brain. And again, it might be a game birthed out of homophobia, obviously. So that inherently is probably not a good thing. But like you are, you are pro, you've switched your brain to go, oh man, I can't catch all that in my mouth. And you go, whoa, Paul, you know, like you're, 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 you're now trying to find it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I feel like it's interesting. Like as the show continues to grow in popularity, I mean, Stephen A. Smith has gone on the show. They're they're getting higher profile guests with more standing in the sports world and that legitimizes them. So if you go on this show that if you're a person that legitimizes people and you go on their show, then you kind of are endorsing their content. Yeah. And a big part of their content is the pause game. Yeah, but I think if if anybody has seen the show and seen the episode with Stephen A. Smith, they didn't play they it didn't really. Play, they didn't play it. In, they, they know they didn't do that with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, because they, they know, know who they, yeah. they know who and who not. Stephen F. Don't play. He's like this is in this you're industry. You're not gonna mess my checkup. Yeah, no, nah, we're yeah. not, we not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they shut all. I that think Cameron down snuck one off. Yeah, just to try. I think he was being a troll a little bit. And he snuck. He snuck one in. But it was not as wild and letting them fly right. as much. So that's true as well. Like they, they, they know who to play the game with and who mm-hmm. not to play the game exactly. with. And even without playing that game, it's a silly game. Even without playing the game, the show is still entertaining. So it's not like the For show sure. is just like calling everything gay on the show all day. That's not at all what the show is. But they do do it a but lot. But the you got the I've seen the show. I watch it. Yeah. But you have to admit those are the funniest parts of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, I, I, there's <laughs> compilations on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, on YouTube of like the the counter. It'll be like Cameron versus Mace. Who got the most pause moments? Yeah. Like eleven to sixteen, and it keeps counting up every time they say something. You know, and it, I just think it's an interesting uh, uh, thing to you know. I feel like it's nostalgia is good, mm-hmm. and you can't police people's nostalgia. But at the same time. I'm a hypocrite because I do try to police people's nostalgia. I, I see, if I see a Confederate flag and somebody goes, this is my grandfather's Confederate flag. I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck. It's racist. That don't so when it's me. At least I don't think it counts. Well, that's fair. But I'm just trying to make some kind of comparison. Yeah, I get it. To a moment where I go, I don't give a shit about nostalgia or things you did when you grew up with or you were a child. It's offensive. So 
that's why I'm like, this is a game that was a silly game birthed by like children and whatever, young people, teenagers, whatever, just being immature mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, not wanting to say anything that comes off as gay to their friends. Yeah. And it, it birthed this whole thing, you know, like, uh, pause, no homo. This was a, this was a whole thing. If you remember this time, you remember this time. And it seems like the time's coming back around and that is nostalgic and silly to me, but I, I don't know uh, the experience of a person who was gay, how it felt to hear somebody say that when in that time. Yeah. In 2007, you are a young gay kid, and the, everybody's going around going, no homo, pause. Hey, hey, yo, whoa, whoa, hey, what? What is that? Hey, yo, pause. So I can't really speak to me feeling like it's this silly, fun game from childhood or whatever. Not even necessarily fun, just like a thing people did. I don't even want to say fun. Mm-hmm. Funny. I won't sit here and lie and say, I haven't heard, heard some funny pause moments yeah, like sure. somebody dropped a pause at just the right time where it just it just was the perfect joke to make at the right, time. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here. And, I, 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 one thing I try not to do is be, in hindsight, hyperly critical. I think it's like, it's, hypocr- it's hypocritical. You know, like, I mean, I was on Twitter in 2009. I remember Twitter in 2009. I laughed at Twitter in 2009. Would I want anybody to see the things I was laughing at in 2009 and 2023? No, but I'm not going to sit here and say Twitter was awful in 2009 and I it's disgusting and I hated everything about That's a lie. Yeah, we were still kids in 2009, though. For sure, for sure. That's, that's a fact. But my point is, things that I found funny when I was a kid, in hindsight, might not be funny today. Right. And I think pause is one of the things that fa- falls into that. Obviously, we can't speak... With, with absolute confidence of how, how it makes somebody from that community feel. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's an interesting discussion because I feel like it's going to be heard a lot more going forward. It's kind of come back. And I wouldn't be surprised if having conversations like this falls back on Cameron and Mace. Because there are people who are listening to this and listen to us who don't know who Cameron and Mace are, haven't listened to the podcast, and might go listen now. And then now their outrage has been lit yeah i don't like that either but i'm also a hypocrite in that regard like sometimes i feel like um there's this lady named colleen something she's like a youtube person she has like lipstick smeared around her mouth and she does this weird voice or whatever and apparently she was talking weird to her fans young fans grooming them or something and then apparently she did some she had some kind of paint on her face and people thought it was blackface but all this is from like 2011 okay so it's like um outrage coming after the thing has happened right well we've seen that a lot though oh exactly it's like yeah it's it's like you know you know post the event outrage 10 years later condemning something 20 years later and for me it's like if you weren't watching her then why are you going back now watching her and condemning her now clearly whoever her fans were watched it and liked it Mm -hmm. right and that happens, like, some of my favorite shows have gotten in trouble or had to change their format or yeah. whatever because somebody found out about this show and they don't think it's funny. It's like, well, but if you don't think it's funny, just don't watch it. I just, I just don't agree. I don't agree with none of that because it's like, now, it's one thing, once you build, once you build traction and you build fame, it's kind of like, somebody, it's always somebody that's like, okay, well, I need to try to find something to, you know, bring this person down somehow. For and sure. And then what's offensive now wasn't offensive 10 years ago. And then exactly. it's like, now is it now is an issue. But it was like, okay, well, it was funny 10 years ago and everybody laughed and nobody said anything. But now it's sure. offensive now. It's like, now you can't do it. Now you got to. Now the, the whole 
the whole society has collectively leveled up, and now we right. go back and right. Now you got to change certain things, th- certain things you say in the movies. Now you got to take away certain uh, episodes that was offensive now, but it wasn't offensive then. Now you can't show those on air anymore. It's like yeah. that's the, I don't I don't agree with none of that. I just don't think that's one of fair. our one of our favorite shows, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. One of the fun, it's one of the funniest shows of all time, and they the joke of one of the uh, a running a through line of the show multiple seasons is they want to make their own lethal weapon movie. Yeah. And one of them wants to play Danny Glover's character, but it's an all white show. That's the comedy is they're all pointing it out. Like, well, we can't like paint ourselves black and do that. We can't do that. Yeah. And then one of them does do it. And they're like, I don't feel right about this. That's the joke. Them pointing out that blackface is a thing and it's offensive. That's the joke. So you can't like now that we live in this hypersensitive era where you go, blackface is just wrong, point blank, period. Of, co- of course, it, of course, blackface is wrong. Yeah. But not being able to see the subtlety or the nuance in somebody pointing out that blackface is wrong with a joke. Same with, with Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Tropic Thunder is funny. I saw Tropic Thunder in the movie theater. I might have saw it with you. I don't remember. But I saw Tropic Thunder in the movie theater. It's hilarious. Robert Downey Jr.'s character is hilarious. And it's hilarious to watch a person in blackface be chastised and attacked by a real black person like hey man what you're doing is racist and him coming back and being like you're gonna call me racist brother you're supposed to be my brother yeah it's psychotic like that's the funny of it is this person just doesn't get it and it's super that's the comedy so like um i heard a really good quote i don't know where i heard it from but basically the quote was you know all these corporations and businesses they don't care about any one subject or cause or community they care about what you care about Mm -hmm. If 5, 10% of a population is offended by something and they think it's going to hurt their bottom line, then they will come out against that thing. Yeah, for sure. Or come out for it. But these they, they don't care about the thing. They just care about what it seems like the people care yeah, about. It's the money. Exactly. And so I feel like the internet sometimes makes voices seem louder than they are. So then these companies will change things. Like Netflix took off the, you can't, they don't have those Lethal Weapon episodes on. Like wherever Always Sunny is on. Yeah. They took them off. They I'm, took a couple. They took them off. They took a couple any, episodes off. Any episodes that have blackface. They had an ep- they had an episode, I think it might have been like the first episode of a new season where they was like they was like black people. And like it was like something happened where it was like the cop. <laughs> but like actual cop, black people, right? It was actually black people. Yeah, but it was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and it was like they they, I, they just like, no, they can't. We can't put that up in it. It was up for a while. Yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. we can't have that up in it. So they took it off. But all that takes is like a thousand tweets. Yeah. And a thousand tweets is not, that'll make you think like this big swell of outrage is coming. But if you talk to the average person on the street, average black person, average whatever, also black people specifically, black people have such tough skin. We accept comedians like Gary Owen and these other like comedians that come in and go, man, I'm just a white guy, but y'all be in church all day. And you just laugh about it. Like you, 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 you gotta be able to look at yourself and laugh. And I'm not accusing any other communities of not doing that. I'm just saying you, it's got to be fair, bro. Like, if you want to make fun of people, you got to be able to take it. You For know, sure. that's that's my stance. Like, if you want to be able to, you know, laugh, if you want to be able to sit in the audience and laugh at one joke, you can't then get mad at the other joke. Like, you can't police com- comedy this way. I don't know. Like, and, and this is not my, I'm not some hard line. I don't have some, this is not all stemming from the, us talking about pause. This is now gone broader. Like, I'm not like some pause apologist mm-hmm. trying to come and fight for the us to be able to play the pause game. I'm just saying, it all comes from the same conversation about funny and sensitivity. And, you know, I think there's a conversation that is to be had about, you know, people who might not know what funny is trying to dictate the lines of comedy 
and ruin stuff for people who, and when you just are going to go back to not watching it. There are people, there are a thousand people that sent tweets to Always Sunny in Philadelphia's producers, whatever, got those shows taken off and then went back to like, all right, cool. I never watched this show to begin with and now I'm going to go back to not watching it, but they better follow those rules that we put in place for them about stuff. And now I'm going to go back to not being a person watching the show. Yeah, because it was a thing. It was like, oh, this is the, this is the new thing that's everybody doing now. Why don't I hop on it? Help out. Yes. And it's like, well, I don't, now I don't care. I don't watch the show anyway. So it's like, yeah. but it's like also it was like, and now you've changed the experience for the people who love the show. Like now the people that make the show are doing yeah. things a little differently and you just go back away to, you never watched it before. Now you're not watching it again. Yeah. And you've changed something that you don't care. And it's about. also for businesses to be like, they go like, it's not, we could go up, we can go out and fight and go say, you know, this is not, this is a joke. It's comedy, but it's like, why? It's not even worth it. Let's just, 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 just take please, it off. Just to please everybody. Just, just take it off and just, just like, take it off. It's easier. I, I don't know. I think that's fucked up though. I just, or, you know, or they could just not take any stance. But I think that that hurts their bottom line sure, because sure. every, every, if you want to take no stances at all, then you can't every uh, June do Pride Month. You can't, hell, come to Target for the Pride sale. You can't pick and choose when you want to take people's money. So you can't come out and support and, and praise and everything and then not actually back when you feel like you hear those voices crying out for help. Yeah. So if, 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 it's, if whether it's a Black Lives Matter issue, whether it's a, a you know, a, a trans issue, whether it's a gay, a lesbian issue, you can't ask for those people's money. And then when the bad stuff is happening or what they perceive to be bad stuff is happening, you stay silent. But then June comes around, you're like, come on and get your gay, this gay target month. Like, you can't do that. You can't tell them to come to gay, can't tell them to come to Gacy's and come to the Macy's gay pride sale, whatever. And then you're uh, selling products from somebody who's a professed homophobe and you don't do anything about it. So it's this, it's this balancing act, but at the end of the day, none of these people really give a fuck. They don't care. You know, so I feel like the conversations are to be had with the people. We can't go off of what, what, what Bud Light does or what Pepsi does. We can't go off of that. We got to really have a conversation as people, like black to white, Asian to Mexican, whatever, and go, hey, man, like, do you really care? Like, are you really offended? Now, like, are you really offended by now this? Now, imagine if there was no social media. Like, how do people, how would you, you would have to go march. Yeah. Nobody has, nobody has going to have the energy to do that. Nobody really cares. Nobody cares, nobody really exactly, cares enough to go exactly. do that. It's only because it's so easy. You can sit behind the computer, type some, some words and some letters, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get your share, message out Share, there, share, share a boycott this show then, link. Yeah. Come on, man. No, that's a fact. Like, if you really, let's say... It was like, we need 10,000 people to show up outside of FX Studios to get them to take off these Lethal Weapon episodes of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 10 people showing, are showing up to that. <laughs> and it's t- the 10 people are the people who organized the march. Yep. You know, like, nobody really cares. But it's easy to care when all it is is just click share yep. and, you know, pass it on. That, then that you, you, help, you help build this outrage and start this forest fire, and you walk away. So many people walk away from these things that they start or share and don't really care. I, so many things. I was thinking about this the other day because, you know, I was, we're, we're rambling, we're talking, whatever. But um, threads, mm-hmm. Instagram threads. One person said something to me about Instagram threads. I went and signed up. It was the most sheep thing I've ever done that I noticed. I'm sure I've done a lot of sheep shit, but, like, I just signed up with no, it took no convincing. It just was like, everybody's doing this, so you should do it too. Yeah. Because people were doing it. And so that's like uh, Coney 2012, uh, Livestrong bracelets, Harambe, mad shit that like the a society we decided, the balloon boy, like these people decided like this is not right. 
And then you hear about it, you go, oh shit, yeah, this isn't right. I'm, I'm gonna, I am gonna share this. This is wrong. Yeah. I don't really care, but like I should care. And it's easy to care. It's easier today than ever to like pretend you care and get the gratification of people being like, hey, you're a good person. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. You don't have to do any real work, any real activism, no. nothing. All the but work you is can get media. the praise. Exactly, but you can get the praise. It's a fucking so you, fucking. you get the most gratification ever for being, having the right thoughts, the right views, the right, uh, being against a stance against the right things. But you don't really have a stance against them as you, you're against, uh, you know, capitalism while you tweet from your phone that has minerals in it that are mined by children in Africa. You know what I mean? Like you don't really, you're not really about that life. But today you can put on the biggest front and I'm a vegan and I'm a this and I'm a that and I care about this cause and this cause and that cause and do none of the work. Hey, you know who is about that life though? Who? Trump supporters. Oh, they you know, are. they mean with that eyebrow. <laughs> hey, bro, they I said I'm not, I'm not shopping here. I'm not eating this. Damn, damn. I'm not. No, they meant it, bro. <laughs> Bud Light has been... Bud Light has been the number one beer in this country for like 50 years. <laughs> they they gave a shout out to one trans person for an Instagram post and it dropped the whole. Did they? It, it dropped the number two. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They were like, we're not drinking this anymore. <laughs> you like trans people? We're not drinking your beer anymore. Oh, man. Like they are. But that's a sickness to me. Because like I watched those. We talked about this. I watched those videos where they show you like a slaughterhouse mm -hmm. or how they kill cows and stuff. Yeah. And it affects me. Blackfish. When I saw what they did to Shamu and those other whales and how they made them crazy and turned them into basically prisoners and made them go lose their mind and start attacking people and other fish and shit, it was sad. Would I go on a whale watch still? And I don't know if people say that that's not okay to do. I probably would. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course I was affected by it, but whales are majestic and beautiful. I want to go see a whale. Right. I wouldn't go see them in whale prison. I wouldn't support a SeaWorld type of uh, system ever. But, like, I'm a hypocrite in that I, I feel like if I go, leave them alone. But somebody came and they go, look, you're in Mexico. You give me $100, I'll take you out. We got some charcuterie and some wine, and we might see some whales. I'm like, yeah, let's go see some whales, man. That's too dangerous. You know? Uh, I mean, well, uh. the whales, there's this, there's this conversation about if the whales are communicating and have figured out, because whales are really smart. Yeah. If whales are communicating and figured out what, we do the way we've done the whales and whale hunting yeah. and sea world and shit. Cause now whales have been tipping breaching. over boats. They've been tipping over boats. They've been breaching nah. and then landing on boats nah. and shit. It almost, and there's, it's never happened before. It, it, it feels like the whales have turned on us. Yeah. The animals have been doing stuff in the ocean recently that they don't really do that often. Ocean waters are just like, it's, that's not, that's not human territory. It's just not human territory. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, it's just no. not. No, and you shouldn't be You shouldn't be surprised if anything happens to you. If a if a shark came in and attacked me in the shower, <laughs> I'll be mad. Right. But you can't go out there and be in their house. That's no, free pickings. You don't. You can't even breathe. You not. You're not even equipped to be out here. No, you can't. This even, is not your home. You don't have. We don't have the ability. We can swim. Humans can swim. Some, you just, some, but you don't. We, we don't have learn the, to swim. We don't have the ability to swim at high speeds and maneuver in the water a certain way. Come on, man! You're not a shark is out there. You out there? You can call it a rat. Yeah, it, 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 you're not meant to be out there. You're not equipped to even live or defend yourself out there. But you know, people like swimming in water. I guess I don't know. It couldn't be me. It's not really a uh, thing I'm I'm into.
All right, real quick, a couple of shout-outs. I'm going to do them quickly. We're going to rattle them off. It's very much appreciated. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying the Patreon content. I recently started doing some reaction videos under the moniker Reaction Jackson. I hope you guys are enjoying those. Um, those are fun for me to do, so I can crank out those. If you have any suggestions of videos you want me to react to, please join the Discord and drop a link over there um, You know, and, and, and let me know what you would like to react to uh, next. Uh, first, we're going to give a shout-out to Ashana S., Shout out to Shauna S. Much love and appreciation. Thank you for joining the Patreon. We appreciate you and hope that all of your endeavors are great in life and prosperous. It looks like um, the person Shauna put some kind of hypnosis uh, thing as their picture, maybe trying to hypnotize us into giving them a refund so they can enjoy the content for free and still be on there. I'm on to you. and I'm, It's not going to happen. What is it? Like, it's a picture of like uh, It's like black and white oh. umbrella. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a picture yeah, of like right. Abacadabra or something. Pokemon. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> just sitting there, just staring yeah, at you. Spoons. Just get, like like a just get lost in his. He has two spoons. Yeah, spo bent, bent spoons. Pokemon, man. Yeah, they have some. They have some classic. They have some ones. They have some ones on there. Uh, up next, we're gonna give a shout out to Karen or Corinne. I don't know. Uh -oh. Um, it's, it's kind of not the date. Yes, the the, the the today's day and age is not good to be that. That name has been kind of muddied. No, um, shout out to all the Karens out there. I feel for you. This is yeah. what do you think is worse, friend? This is what do you what do you do you think do you think what you what do you think was more detrimental to, to white women? Karen or Becky? Ooh, I think Karen, for sure. Well, yeah, because Becky's fun. Even if you like Becky, it's 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 sexual, so that's probably women probably don't want that. But then also Beyonce, it's like you're either you uh are a fellatio expert or you cheat you cheat on you steal people's uh, your home record. Husband, yeah. your home record. But Karen is like just Karen. nobody wants yeah, to be that, around a Karen. That's one of those names that I think is that's one of those names gonna fade away. It may be one of those names that may just like you think that you think that be, this era killed Karen. It might it might be a, a uh, uh uh what's one of those names? Um, oh, like Beulah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just Paula. Like, Paula's it's not a name. Paula, yeah. come on, it's not many no, Paulas. Paula. I never seen a young Paula. No, no. any Paula, Paulette. Yeah, Ingrid. Ingrid. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> Martha, never met a young Martha. No, those names are they faded are away. away for sure. Cause we always, I think now with this generation, we kind of look at stuff where it's like, could this name bring some type of harm to my child or being made fun of in school sure. when they get older? Like you think about yeah. all that. So it's like, like Adolf, Adolf, Dick. I don't think people name their child Dick anymore. Like Richard, is Richard still like a popular name? Richard's people still get named really? Richard. Yeah, but they but they don't get called Dick. They get called Ricky. Okay, see, all right, or Richie. Nobody goes by dick like. No, you can't. No, no, you can't. Hey, no, hey first of all, hey, first of all, pause. First of all, pause. First of all, pause. <laughs> you can't name your child. You can't name your child Richard and not his nickname not be Dick. Why can't you? Because you can't. We know people named Ricky and Richie. I don't know anybody named Dick. But isn't that the nickname for Richard though? You met a seven year old kid named Richard that's going by Dick. You should be able to call him Dick. Hey, man, you go like, hey man, that's the but that's the nickname for Richard. I mean, what do you want me? What do you want me to tell you? I would tell you pick another one of the I'm options, not, man. No, We're not doing that no, today. I'm not. I'm calling you Dick. I'm. <laughs> hey yo. Hey yo. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. No, but uh, uh, what was the last name I said? Uh, uh, shout out to what was that? Sha it was Shauna. It was Karen. Was yeah. it? Well, it's either Karen or Corinne. It's K A R I N. So it's either Karen or Corinne S. Mm. Either way, shout out to you. I think I still think Karen's a great name. I just feel I still for think you. You're a great person. I, yeah, for sure. I'm not making any uh, uh, presumptions about who you are as a person because of your but name. But do, do I have my doubts? World. Possibly. 
Yeah, exactly. Am I listen? <laughs> are my are my wits about me? <laughs> yeah, are my guards up? For sure. For sure. <laughs> like, if I invite you to the cookout, am I like scared you might pull the the slip the the cell phone out Maybe. and call about the smoke being too high and too dark yeah. and volume and, and voluminous? Yeah, I'm concerned, but I'm not gonna treat you like that out of the gate. No. I'm just saying, I got my eye on you. That's it. And lastly, I want to give a shout out to Monica. Not the boy is mine, Monica. Possible. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, if it is you, shout out to you. You got jams. Never meant to cause you no pain was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, I don't think it is that, Monica. But, you know, we, you never know over here. We got some illustrious guests, um, some illustrious listeners. And, you know, they like to keep their privacy. So you never know. But shout out to those people. Um, again, Affirmative Murder, Patreon. Um, we would love to see you over there. Uh, content is is coming and pumping out. And, you know, we're in the mix over there. And we just appreciate the support and the love. And, you know, this is, you know, we, we, this is such a cool thing that we've grown. Um, I love seeing the Discord slowly start to growing. grow into yes. something and, and, and become a community. Because, listen, man, Facebook... I just don't like Me it. <laughs> and I got to go over there yeah. to, to, to say what's up to the Facebook group because I'm so proud of what we built over there. But Discord is like the Facebook group on steroids yeah. or has the potential to be. So if we can get everybody that's on the Facebook group over to the Discord, we could be building something really fun and, 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 and better yes. and not have to go in there and be ducking comments and posts from my aunts. <laughs> they won't let up, bro. If they catch me writing on them, love you, nephew. Like, they won't leave me alone, yeah. bro. It's like everything, anything, no matter what I post, is like, love you so much, nephew. I'm I'm talking about Chipotle. Yeah. And they, should, they just they comment on just, just They just want to talk to just talk. Love, I appreciate it, but, you know, I I'm, I would rather take the 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 Facebook group over to Discord. Yeah. Obviously, I'm still going to check yeah. in. It's growing. It's growing a little bit. It's growing more people. More yeah, people so join, slow. so... Slow and steady wins the race. You know, slow and steady wins the race. But, you know, in the meantime, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Uh, Fran and I have brought a really interesting and sad case uh, this week. Fran, you told me about this. You saw this on TikTok? I saw this story a while ago, maybe a couple months ago. Because, like, when we was doing the other format, the way we was doing the show, when we picked our own stories, Mm -hmm. I I always just, I'll come across something I haven't seen or we haven't done, and I'll just save Mm -hmm. them. And then um, this popped up again on my feed, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about this story. That's when I sent it to you. Because I know we didn't, I remember seeing the story before, but I know, I was like, I don't think we've done this on the show. Right. So, when I said to you, I was like, oh yeah, we definitely got to do this story. It was a while ago, so I know the information was there for us to do. So, I was like, right, we should do this. Yeah. This one's a very interesting one. Um, our affirmative murder this week is the story of Tierra Hall. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Tierra Hall was raised by her single mother, uh, Katia, in Texas until she was around 14 years old. In 2012, the mother and daughter duo moved to Durham, North Carolina, and after a short time, Tierra began settling into her new life. She enrolled at Jordan High School, and her friends described her as goofy and always making faces to make fun, to make people laugh. She was very, like, you know, gregarious and silly and like a fun kid. Yeah. You know, she had, she had a good spirit, according to her friends. Uh, Tierra was very outgoing and made friends very easily, but she became especially close with her best friend, Amaya. Tierra and Amaya were described as two peas in a pod, and they had plans to spend the, the upcoming summer spring, I mean, the, to spend the upcoming spring break together. Um, on Friday, March 27, 2015, Tierra got ready for her last day of school before spring break. She told her mom she loved her and left for the day. Tierra never came home that night, 
But Takia just thought that she was out with friends enjoying the first day of spring break, which is, again, this is a, this is a position we've been in, Fran. Mm-hmm. As kids, everybody has been if you're an adult. You know, spring break falls or the last day of school falls on a Friday before spring break kicks off. You go to school. You kind of phone it in. You don't dress up. You, yeah, know, the, you know, there's not going to be any real, like, assignments or anything. You just got to get through the day. And then you might go straight from school. The bell rings and it gr- cr- cruise the kids. Just going out right to outside, being outside every day. I don't even know if kids do this anymore. But like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like straight from school, it's like we're going to go to, uh, you know, to Jack's house and everybody's going to be out in the lawn and just playing around and just whatever. Like, so I could, I could see a mom, maybe to a point, obviously, I'm sure she grew concerned at some mm-hmm. point, but at, at some point she goes, oh yeah, well, it's this first day of spring break. Like, you know, she's probably just, you know, out with some friends. You know, it's the you know. it's it's this funny because like I know um, I just had the conversation with my brother that, and this was 2015, so this is almost 10 years ago, it was about eight years ago. But in our time before, you know, you know, before 2010 when we graduated high school, it was just like there wasn't we didn't have phones as kids. No, not really. Right? If we did have phones, it wasn't it wasn't to the uh, the technology wasn't there, right? But so we didn't have phones, but we used to go. We used to be out all day. I was just telling my brother this, like we used to be out all day. Now and I can't. I can't even imagine. That, I mean, my child, my kids are younger now, but still, when they get to that age, I won't. I still can't even imagine to have them out. And it's like, okay, well, you come home when the streetlights come on. So it's like I haven't. My dad didn't talk to me all day. It was like he go to work, and yeah. I'm out all day, and I'll just come back home at like seven thirty, and it's just like. To think about it now is like that drives me crazy. To have your it's child crazy. out and not hear from him all day to be like they they, they everything should be fine. and it's and it's unfathomable for sure today. Yeah. Like I'll go a step further. Like me and my partner, like people as adults who were in relationships twenty years ago, it's like you could call them at work, but other than that, you get up in the morning, see you later. Yeah. I'll see you at five o'clock. Today, you I mean, if you're in a relationship, imagine you just don't hear from the person all day long. No text. No. Yeah. I saw a funny video. Uh, just what do you want from for dinner tonight? Like just no communication. The idea of going a whole day and not communicating with somebody is like it's alarming <laughs> I, I, off sure, the rip. Yeah. Even if they come home, you're like you they come in the house. You're mad. Yeah. Like what the hell happened? Exactly. Like they need to have a reason. Like did your phone die? Did you leave it at home? Like the idea of not hearing from somebody all day in today's society is like unheard yeah. of. It's not a thing. So even in 2015, to think that that wasn't that long ago, but when you just said like eight years is, these technology jumps are crazy. Yeah, for sure. They make time longer. Like, I feel like 2000 to now wasn't that long. I feel like if you ask somebody 1953 to 1973, for the most part, obviously there was big historical moments, but I feel like a person who was alive in 1953 and 1973 would go, I mean, you know, it wasn't that big of a jump in every like the world didn't change that much right. but from 2000 to 2023 you you are not able to function in society if you miss that yeah. gap like if you were in prison phones technology the, the world energy yeah. electric 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 cars like so much has changed because of technology and the way that it's leapt that 10 years is 20 years so eight years is like 16 years man like For again sure. 2015 yeah. 2015 to 2023, again, we just had this discussion about, I mean, I'm sure in 2015, talking to your partner or having the ability to talk to your partner all day was not much of a, was less of a concept. Where you just go, I don't know, maybe they're busy. There's thing. Even if you're, like, today, even if you're busy, 
people are on. We had this discussion. We had this discussion to be real. We're not going to get deep right. into it. But a, fr- a friend of yeah. ours, you know, about sending them a text message and them not texting back. It's like, you haven't been on your phone for a week. Yeah. You know, it's, what like, I mean? like, it's just not a thing. That's like, it's just not that's a like thing. Four language. I go like, what? Like, what do you Yeah, mean? like your emails, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram. You're not on your, you didn't see my yeah. text. Like, it's impossible for you to tell me, oh, I just haven't gotten to my phone. Yeah. You might have been able to get that off in 2015 sure. still. But just it just isn't a thing no. today. It just is no. it's just not a thing. Yeah. The world's changed yeah, so much. And, and, and back to the story, it's just a a, a kid, a child, yes. just where you go like they, you know, they should be fine. You know, it's like you said, in the school and I think like before spring break, like it's a half day of school or something like that. So it's like right. you they go out and you just hang out, you don't even go home. But it's like as a parent, you go. For her to be like, I think she's fine. She's probably with friend. But now it's like, I don't know. Not what? today. What? No. Yeah. Now. And even like your dad and my mom. Yeah. That was a thing they did. Uh, that's, that's how much the world is. Uh, I couldn't imagine that at all. Like, I mean, kids get phones at 8, 9, 10 years old. So you have a phone. You need to tell me, did you get on the yeah. bus? Well, you know, are you on yeah. your way home? I need to be hearing from you. And that was not a thing. Like, for yeah. me, I would get off school. I would call my mom to beg her for her leftovers. That was the only time I would <laughs> yeah. talk to her. If I wasn't doing that, I would not. She wouldn't hear yeah. from me. My mom went on a date to Fub Ruckers the night before and got a burger from some dude and whatever and didn't call him anymore. And it's a burger in the fridge. I'm going to call her and put my stomach up to the phone and make grumbling noises with my stomach (laughs) and be like, I'm just so, what would you do, mom, if your son was at home, you know, on the floor, hungry? And she would be like, just eat it, you know. And that was her dinner. That was what she planned on eating when she got home. But that was mom's dude. She looking out. So if, but other than that, if I didn't do that, because you know, you know, calling your parent at work, you got to go through. You got to call the You got to call extension. You got to call the call business. It's a text call. No, you got to call. Can, may I speak to whoever? And it's like that's the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> so, now it's like, why are you so, calling me? It's a whole thing. It's yeah, a whole thing. Yeah. So it was like it was frowned upon, and I only did it in the most of hungry scenarios. So, and also with technology, so, now you can see people's locations. Like that's. That's the thing too. Like me and Steph have our location. She know where I'm at. I know where she is. For sure. Because like if you, we're not responding, no, I gotta. I need to know. Exactly, man. Exactly. For and sure. I think that's. I think that's huge. I think that's very important, especially for kids now. Like absolutely. That's, that's like that's standard. That should everybody should have that. I'm sure if I was to look it up right now, I bet if you look up LoJack in 2003, I bet it was a thing that cost like a thousand dollars. Yeah, for sure. Now you can buy an AirTag. For like $70 and put it on whatever thing you want, your purse, a book bag, things that don't even cost that much money, but you just don't want to lose it. The technology of LoJack or tracking devices has become so minuscule and like everyday regular that you can just buy tags and put it on whatever you want. It's just become a normalized thing. And I I think that that's good for society and protecting kids and protecting your loved ones and everything like that. And I just, you know, I feel bad for people who went through things like we're going to get into and didn't have access to that technology yet. That the leap didn't happen in their era. But anyway. Oh, can I do a, can I ask you a question though? That, oh, that last statement you just made. I always think about because I know people before us think about this, like not being able to experience where because you can kinda I think everyday living you, you see stuff on TV and technology, mm-hmm. you can you can kind of see where things the proje- the trajectory of thing where things are going, right? So I always right. think about like you know, a cure, for example, a cure for, you know, uh, cancer or something like that, where I go, like, I may not be alive when it gets to that point. And that kind of makes me upset. Have you ever had mm-hmm. a thought like that where it's just like, you know, I don't know. Um, we're not going we're to see that or we're not going to be able to ex- experience that because I think that's a I think that's a I think that's a monumental yeah. moment when that when that happens. I think eventually sure. it will happen. But 
I think we won't be around. We won't be around next person. No, for sure. The Jetsons, man. <laughs> we got promised a future yeah. that I don't think I'm going to see. And I think the Jetsons took place in like 2015. <laughs> flying cars. And shit. You know what I mean? Like, I think, yeah, flying cars and robots yeah. that, you know, we got we got Roombas, but like. The nanny on the on the Jetsons was like she wore apron yeah. and she was she had attitude she had jokes like everything was in the sky the skyscrapers you don't even see the ground like nothing exists on the ground everything's in the sky like I just stuff like that uh or even like you take it to like Spy Kids like um they they had these machines they had like rehydration microwaves mm. and I'm sure somebody's gonna send me a link to something stupid like you know you can buy uh s'mores. And they put them in the microwave, and they it's dehydrated, and you can rehydrate them, and they turn into s'mores flavored ice cream or whatever. I'm talking about you put a pill in the thing. They will put a pill or something in the microwave, and it turn into a Big Mac and fries. Yeah, <laughs> it just hydrates into that. That's so I'm talking about insane. shit that like you talking about obesity. All right, to well a whole you know new yeah level of that you yeah, can you like you just pop up that's why you you just got a jar of Big Macs. <laughs> You got a jar of big, uh, big Macs and fries? You have a jar. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Let's get out on these. You want one? Boom. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Throw two in the thing. You got a whole microwave full of McDonald's, man. <laughs> so it's those those two. And then the last one, finally, most realistically, like when I was a kid, the movie Smart House starring Peggy Bundy, the the house, the the, the carpet would suck up milkshake if you dropped it on the floor. It had a hologram person, and the, the fresh baked pastries. And then now they use the term smart house today, and it just means you could turn your lights yeah. blue. But yeah, of course, there's some things I feel like I'm not going to see in this, in my lifetime that I feel like is coming. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, it's, it's a little, it makes you a little sad, but you, you got, you can only live one for life, sure. and you can't for be sure. using that as an excuse to try to be 115 years old, bro. Hey, I'm you got to hang it up at some point, but bro. I'm going for it, man. I'm going for it. <laughs> I'm going for it. You're going to be on the deathbed, like just wrinkled like a yeah. raisin, 120 years old. You're like, and then you're gonna see I'm the, able to see the on, iPhone on your on your on, on your ocular goggles <laughs> that comes they across got, like, the screen contacts. like you can see your phone. Yeah, no, like, I don't want to get there. Cure, cure for cancer uh, discovery. Like ah, finally, finally. <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> like, got everything I ever wanted in life, man. Uh, but let's get back to it. So she said bye to her mom and she went off to school, um, and then she never returned home from school. And the following day, on March twenty eighth. A man on a walk with his girlfriend was shocked to find a woman asleep on the back porch of a vacant home for sale near Jordan High School. Yeah. I, um, yeah. One thing is, I'll, I hope and pray to never have to be in a situation where I come across a dead body and have to call oh. one because I just, that would just be too much for me. Also, I'm not letting this couple off the hook. Why are you, you know, what's, what are you, what y'all getting into, y'all hanging out at, you know? Because her body, well, her, the body was found at, you know, abandoned house. Yes. What are you? What are y'all doing? Why? Why are you guys? Yeah, is that that's where y'all walk? <laughs> yeah. Well, we let's let's give him a pass okay. on that. They could have been out for a nice brisk morning walk with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the man called nine one one to report the situation, mm-hmm. but as soon as the police responded, it was immediately apparent that the woman was not asleep, and she wasn't a woman at all. She was in fact a teenager. The young black female was face down on the porch, about ten feet from the back door. The body was found with 14 knife mm. wounds on her neck, head, and shoulders, and arm. The attack was so violent that the knife's tip broke off in the victim's cheek. Wow. The victim was wearing gray sweatpants and a T-shirt with Elmo on it. There was blood around her body and spattered about knee height on the siding of the house. Wow. 
Yeah, so it was, this was a, an incredibly violent and brutal attack. Several witnesses did say that they saw or heard either a suspicious car or the scream from a female. One witness said that they that one of the neighbors had surveillance cameras. The homeowner was more than happy to help and let the police watch their footage. I also was having this remark uh, uh, to myself. I was doing one of those reaction videos. I was was reacting to ring doorbell compilations. And I was saying, like, this is such a, again, to go into the conversation about technology, the way things have changed so much, like, the ring is so normalized. So, like, that's that's so great that you can, like, turn to somebody where a crime happened, and they might have caught the whole thing on yeah. tape. Like we saw in the Chris Watts case, in the Chris Watts situation, they went over to the neighbor's house, and he was like, oh, my camera points right to their house pretty much. I, I can't see inside their garage, but like it, I could tell you what happened in front of their house at 2 o'clock in the yeah. morning. And that's just is like such a game changer, that that technology has become so watered down that you can just go get it from Best Buy. And now your house is, you know, it's not a thousand dollar setup. You can just go get a, a couple yeah. hundred dollars and Do it yourself. secure your home. And yeah. So I think that that's really cool. Like it really is. I mean, it, again, it adds to like, it's imp- kind of impossible to get away with anything in today's society, like murder, anything like crime is kind of dumb, you know? So it really tells you it's a, it's, it is a, a mental illness or a, it's a desperation that crime still exists today because people are still doing crime knowing that they're probably going to get sure. caught or arrogance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it probably mostly mostly you arrogance. Think, I think less arrogance. That it, you, you think, think they more, won't you, get caught? They like they're not gonna catch. I think there's a lot of people out here doing stuff thinking they won't get nah, caught, even though there's cameras everywhere. I think they're just like fuck it. That's scary. <laughs> they like fuck. These people just don't give a fuck. If I get caught, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the <laughs> mental illness, man. If you walking around like I don't give a damn, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what I'm just go to jail. I, I would rather you be arrogant. Yeah, what? Send me to jail. I'll become better at this. <laughs> <laughs> you send me the job definitely won't get caught the next time i'll be better at it no, man. yeah so um so like i said they uh went over to a neighbor's house and watched some uh surveillance camera footage from uh the night or from the day before and at around 12 40 p.m a male figure was seen walking down the road in the direction of the trotter ridge house that's the house where the body yeah. was found um a young lady was following him just a minute or so later uh, the brutality of the murder shocked the detectives at the scene. As they canvassed the scene, they noticed two things, that there was a cell phone case near the body, but no mm-hmm. phone, and that there was a small piece of paper sticking out of the girl's pocket. That piece of paper was a hall pass from Jordan High School. It was, it was signed by one of the principals and dated for the prior day. So they knew that this Murder had been committed in the last 24 yeah. hours. They knew the last place the victim was, and they, that's a great lead. That's a great lead. That's a great clue. So the police were quickly able to track down the principal who met them at the school. Keep in mind, this is a Saturday. So the principal met them at the school on a Saturday to look at the security cam footage from the school from Friday, March 27th, the day before spring break. The school had nearly 50 security cameras recording activities in the halls. What officers saw was a student walking the halls wearing gray sweatpants and an Elmo t-shirt. The principal informed police that that student was Tierra Hall. And they also, at the, at the crime scene, when they found a phone case and um, the hall pass, the, the graffiti that was also written. Now, I don't know if that was, I don't know where he did it. I don't know if it was blood. I don't know if he had a marker. I don't know. But he wrote King K the Savage uh-huh. on somewhere near the crime scene. In, in the abandoned so this is So this is an abandoned house. yeah, yeah. yeah. This isn't just some like house being renovated. This is like 
what we think of as an yeah. abandoned house. If there's graffiti on the walls and stuff, this isn't a house that's being renovated. Yeah, yeah. This is a, like a, this is a, a some people call it a bando, a row, a, a, you know, a row home. Or, you know, it's a this is a house where people go and fuck yeah. shit up. Yep. So he wrote because there's graffiti right. on the graffiti he wrote on the wall. King K the Savage on the walls and graffiti on the walls yeah. at the house. Okay, it's a pretty good calling card. So uh, that's really dumb. But again, you know, probably a kid. We'll figure that out. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. We'll find out, huh, friend? Uh, police saw her enter a classroom on the cameras. Upon investigating that classroom, they found Tierra's backpack. Her mother, Katia, was notified that her daughter about her daughter's death. She said that she didn't hear much of the conversation after the police said they needed they needed to inform her about something. So obviously, her daughter doesn't come home the night before. She gets a phone call from police. She knows whatever this call is is not good. So we'll probably get that crazy like ringing, yeah. you know, as if you were in war type of thing. Like, you, you're there, you're hearing, but you're not. You kind of dissociate, yeah. you know. Um, so I think that's kind of what she was describing. I didn't really hear much after they told me they needed to notify me about something. And my daughter didn't come home yeah. last night. I can kind of mm. put two and two together. Yeah, it was really tragic, really sad. Um, Katia said she didn't know why anyone would want to hurt Tierra, And she still to this day can't make sense of why this happened. Uh, Katia also gave the police Tierra's cell phone number so that they could analyze her records. School footage also revealed Tierra interacting in the halls with a male student. The conversation appeared friendly and playful at first until he is seen snatching something from Tierra and running away with it. Police theorized that this was her cell phone, which makes sense when we get further into it. And I watched the footage. The footage is kind of crazy. You know, it's grainy, but yeah, you can see that it looks like a game kind of. They're running around the hallways, hiding around corners. And if you, if at first glance, it seems innocent. Yeah. And then it takes this weird turn where you go, oh, this isn't, this isn't funny. Like, they're not joking yeah. around. So the student was identified as Kelton Brashawn Fox, a 17-year-old at the same school who used to date mm -hmm. Tierra. Uh, Katia said that the two had been in and out of a relationship, but Tierra broke it off for good around Christmas 2014 because Kelton was too needy. So she knew, she knew who he was. So she yeah. knew who he was, yeah, and heard about him and heard yeah. his name and knew him and, and probably yeah. did meet him. Yeah, you know, probably did. Um, Tierra didn't give her mom much detail beyond that, but Katia didn't see any signs of trouble and thought her daughter was fine. Because her daughter probably thought she yeah, was fine. Sure. You know, there's a teenage breakup. Yeah. You know, no need, reason to go, go any uh, darker than that. For her, even as the girl in the relationship, you just go, I don't, we broke up. He, didn't, he wasn't happy, but we broke up. Um, the cameras followed him and Tierra walking out of the school and about two miles in the direction of the Trotter Ridge house. That's a walk, too. Yeah, two miles is fucking long, man. Which at the end I have, there's a theory, which will, you know, so yeah. So, and the theory makes perfect. We go two miles is a, is a, a long walk, but when we get into at the end, it, it makes sense to me. So Kelton eventually returns to the school alone and walks into the bathroom with his long sleeves pulled over his hands. He's then seen leaving the school with an older female, later identified as his mother. Police went back to Jeffer Jefferson High School to search and swab the men's Jordan bathroom. <clears throat> what Jordan is it? High School. Oh, Jordan High School. Yeah, sorry. Um, they went and swabbed the bathroom. The police found traces of blood. Kelton had blood on his hands and came into the bathroom to wash it off. So again, this was on a Friday so between Saturday and Sunday, the police are in and out and, you know, watching footage and stuff. And so they had, it's really, they lucked up that this didn't take place on a Wednesday. Yeah. 
And then you get a, the school, you know, the kids come in and they go wash their hands and track footprints in the bathroom. And the, 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 the scene remained, you know, relatively untouched. So on Tuesday, March 31st, 2015, Kelton Fox was arrested. The police asked him if he knew why he was in handcuffs. And he replied, because one of my friends is gone and they need to find out who did it. Also, which yeah. is also he tried to be slick, too. So when he came back to the school with his hands covered, walking in, and then he and then he asked to leave early because he said he had a stomachache. So his mm. mom comes to pick him up from school, and I think that was his way of like, if anything happened, alibi. I wasn't. I left early. I don't know what happened. When Kelton's house was searched after they got a search warrant, shoes were found that looked like the ones Kelton wore when Tierra was killed. The shoes had blood on them, which was later confirmed through DNA testing. Also, the police found a journal that talked about King K the Savage and an uncontrollable bloodlust. So now you got King K the Savage in a journal in his house. You got King K the Savage graffiti yeah. on the wall. I mean, it's just, the, the, you, boom. Yeah. They got you. Now, let me ask, I want to ask you a question as far as like when killers do this, when they do like the signature or whatever you want to call it, is it, is uh-huh. it, is it, are they saying that, you know, I don't come find me or type of thing or like, or is it just well, like, this is just to me, I get what you're saying about that. To me, this is a dumb kid who wanted to be like a rapper. I think that was his rap name, his Xbox live name. I don't think he was, I don't think he was trying to leave a trail of breadcrumbs for the police to, I, I don't think, think that they, either. This was a, still, I, I think this is a place that they hung out, probably would go make out, fool around or, you know, drink if they were being bad or hang out at. He tagged the wall with his signature thing that he tags things with. And then they found it in his house, King K the Savage again, and they connected the dots. I don't you think, think that this was a previous was like, thing, like it had been there. Yeah, I think I don't think he I don't think he like killed her and then went and then okay. tagged the house. I think this is a I think they ended up there because they had been there okay. before. You know, kid. You know, I, when I was a kid, you know, you, you hang up, hang out on porches of abandoned houses, under porches of abandoned houses, and just do. No, I don't think I, about that. I, I know not everybody. That wasn't no, no that you absolutely didn't. not. Okay, yeah. Me, yeah, me either. Where would you live that when you had when you was hanging out in abandoned houses? My grandmother's house. Oh, my grandmother's house had some. Yeah, my, you, yeah. Oh, she you was some, in the hood. I mean, I don't know. I think she was kind of in the middle. <laughs> right. I don't know. I guess if it's a house in the middle of your block that just nobody lives in and is abandoned. Like at forever, I guess that's not really in the middle. No, not I don't know many middle class homes that just not have either. like, I, oh, this house isn't for sale, no. or it just is, we don't nobody goes in out? this house. No, that's yeah. <laughs> police would be called immediately. Yeah, an upper an upper class yeah. middle upper class neighborhood that would be torn down or renovated, oh, bought because yeah. somebody right. want to live in it. Right. It's, it's like in a nice neighborhood. neighborhood. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like somebody would want to. It 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 is it's incentive in making it nice so yeah. you could live in it. No, it's, there was houses around my grandma's neighborhood that just like, there's nobody just lives it. Just it's just here. So yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow, yeah, well, I guess it wasn't. Guess it wasn't the best neighborhood. Um, but yes, but either way, uh, I think that they had hung out yeah, here before. Okay. And King K, I think the King K, yeah, the Savage I didn't think was about there. That, but that makes yeah, I get that. I yeah. think it was there. I think they ended up there because they had been there before, and he had already done that before. Okay. That's my thoughts. You know. Um, so, but I get what you're saying about, yeah, that, that is a thing people do. They yeah. leave little breadcrumbs. The Zodiac killer famously did yeah. stuff like that. Leave little clues and come find me. You'll never catch me. I think the green river killer did something like that. They BTK, they just people, they just like antagonizing authority yeah. and, yeah. and, you know, and be feeling smarter than the people trying to catch them. I don't think this kid had any of that. I think this was a crime of passion. 
in a place where the emotions ran high. Maybe they had their first kiss in this place. Yeah. It reminds him of, and like, so he wanted to get her there, and then he got there, and she still said no, and he lost his mind. I think that's as far as his ideas went. So, um, uh, Kelton and his mom were both taken to the police station, and his mom could not believe that his, her son was being arrested mm-hmm. for murder. Kelton denied being involved, and he said that he never left the school property, which is, again, he's dumb and a kid because they have him dead to rights. They have him on surveillance camera footage from the neighbor walking towards the house, or at least somebody dressed like him. So if they, if he, it's the same thing when they go, we looked at the surveillance footage, when they, when they, when before they know who anybody is, they see a body of a girl dead wearing an Elmo shirt. The neighbor pulls up his surveillance footage. They see a girl in an Elmo shirt walking towards the house. They go to the school. They see a girl in an Elmo shirt. They go, oh, boom. One, two, three. It's Tierra Hall. Now, if they see a kid on the surveillance footage walking towards the house and he's wearing a black shirt, black pants, black shoes, and they go look at the school footage and the guy chasing Tierra Hall through the hallways is wearing black shirt, black pants, black shoes, then that's you. Or we're going to assert that it's you and it's up to a jury to decide whether or not it is you you're probably going to be found guilty. So for him to say, I never left the school, that's, that yeah. was dumb. I also, I don't know if I want to let him off the hook being and saying that it was a, it was a crime of passion, but I don't know if it was just that though. I don't, I feel like. Oh, this kid's disturbed. This kid's yeah. disturbed. Because I mean like, they found, his, they found a book with his name in it and found some dark mm-hmm. shit in there and. Yeah. The shit they found it. No, he's the disturbed yeah. person, but now he had a, he had a, a, a catalyst. Like he had something to point his disturbed mental state too. And it, the trigger, I think the trigger was her rejection of whatever kind, but the, the, all the negative thoughts and intrusive thoughts and emotions were already there. Okay. But he just, but I think this is what set him off. Hmm. You know, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think him being uh, demented or crazy is what set him off. I think him being demented or crazy is what made him obsessed with this girl. And then her lack of, uh, affection back set him off, okay. but it was the it, it's or it set off his craziness. So, like I said, he said he never left the school property. Uh, his mother said that she knew that Kelton carried a pocket knife with him, but she was obviously in shock that her son could be capable of killing another human being. On Thursday, June 14, 2018, Kelton Fox pled guilty to second degree murder. He was sentenced to 12 to 15 years in prison. Wow, I get, yeah. I know, I get why, but it's still wild. Uh, yeah, because it's like they, the the we'll get into it. The police were were not able to prove that it was premeditated. However, the police believed that Kelton had taken Tierra's phone, knowing she would follow him. They asserted that Kelton lured Tierra away from the school and but killed that's her. Premeditated though, right? That's not. But they couldn't prove it. That's crazy. That's they can. Crazy. That makes sense. I believe it, but they couldn't prove it. We see him snatching her phone. But can they prove he snatched her phone and then kept walking and walking and walking and like luring it, dangling it in front of her to be like, well, come get it. And he walked her all the way to this abandoned building where he knew where he knew nobody would hear her or whatever. And then he killed her there with the pocket knife that he they couldn't prove it. It makes sense. I believe that's what he was kind of. I, I believe that. But I listen, here's what I believe. I believe he took her phone to antagonize her. I believe he could tell that she was not going to stop following him. If he didn't give her the yep. phone back, I think he went to a pl- where he wanted to go. I don't think they ended up at that house where his t- the wall is no graffitied by accident. It's a place he was Both familiar with. Familiar with I think. 
and I think something happened in the house, and then it set him off, and he killed her. Now, do I think that he woke up that day with this plan? I don't know, and I can't prove it. So uh, while all of those things did happen, you can't link them together to prove that it was premeditated. All those things did happen. He did take her phone. We saw that. He took her phone. He did keep her phone until he got to the house. You know, like, she followed him there. And then he killed her. But, like, was that his plan when he woke up? Like, I'm going to take her phone, and then she'll follow me to the house, and then I'm going to kill her. But why does that? Oh, I that's Because here's the thing, because I feel like I think I know where you were about to go. Is it premeditated if he woke up that day and wanted to kill her? Probably, but you can't prove that. And you can't, so, so you it, can't just go, it, he planned on killing her that day, and however he got it done doesn't matter. Like, no, 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 you, got it. you can't just say he woke up that day and wanted so to kill is, her. Because you got so, to so be able to prove that. Pre- I mean, like, but what is the time frame we're using this for it to be premeditated, though? Text messages between people talking walk? about that killing her. Not, that's not included as being premeditated? They couldn't prove that's, it that it was. No, nah, that's bullshit. You know? That's bullshit. I think I think that with the defense, the defense, what they asserted was enough to kind of muddy the waters and and caused a plea deal to be put up on the table, which was that this was a jealousy thing. Emotions were running high. This kid's mentally disturbed. He he wasn't in his right mind state. So he wasn't even really capable of formulating a plan because he just was running off of emotions. He was jealous. He thought she was dating somebody else or cheated on him. And so he just was emotional. So I- and he was keeping her phone from her. He was keeping her phone from her because he was mad at her. I just not because he was I planning on killing. That's not pretty mad. I just I don't know. I get what you're saying. I with with that theory that, that I just read makes total sense to me. He took he took the phone because he knew she would follow him. Of course, you're mad. The girl's mad. You guys have a history. You're getting on her nerves. But like she, you know how you know how sometimes guys and girls at this age that it's like um, yeah. negging. You know, I've seen, I've been 15 and seen boys and girls fighting. And it's like, give this back and, you know, hold it up high and all this type of shit like that. It's just the the friction of man versus woman at a young age. But luring luring her to an abandoned building? No, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. For sure. And I agree. But they couldn't prove it. It's my my only point. They could not prove that that's what he did. That it was with intention to kill her. I told you to kiss my ass because that's bullshit. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, no, he 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 lured my son there, and and he here's what he here's a fact. He lured her daughter. He lured her daughter there and yeah. killed her. But they could not prove that he lured her daughter there to kill her, and that is a subtle distinction, but it is a distinction. That's crazy. He, that's that's he lured her there. He that's lured crazy. her there and killed her, but they cannot prove that he lured her there to kill her. But context matters, though. It's like it's an abandoned building, and you what? What are we talking? They didn't go to the park. They went to an abandoned yeah. where nobody is around, and they know. Uh, come on, man! Like that's crazy to me. That's just that's wild to me, man. At twelve that's at twelve forty in the afternoon, where people that's are at work. Crazy, yeah, it was in the it was early in the day where people are at work and not home. Yeah, I agree with you. What they what they said was he was obsessed with her, and he knew that he couldn't have her. Tierra was able to scream once. But Kelton overpowered. And the rumors that he found out that she may have been cheating on him. Yes, and th- th- so that was what the defense kind of put forward about his emotional state. Uh, during this sentence, Kelton's defense team brought up several mitigating circumstances, such as the fact that his father had left him as a child, which is that has okay. Why is that included? That's like a lot of kids. That's a that's lot of kids, yeah, and they don't do this. They use for black people. But yeah, that's crazy. 
you know, but you know his, you know his mama was doing it all. You know, <laughs> you know he went to go get a big gulp and they never returned. Like what? Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Father's Day, his Mother's Day, and that household. You your honor, his pappy went to go get a 40 of that old English and then never came back, and that made him a killer. And we can't blame him for that. You're having a racial diatribe, man. You can't do that. You can't do that to try to get this kid off for murder, bro. You right. can't, can't condemn the whole black community off this kid being a killer. Come on, don't do that. So, yeah, the defense was like he grew up without a dad, and that made him violent at home. And, well, they, they said he grew up without a dad, and his home was violent. So, I, you know, sure, okay. right, why not? Um, also, Kelton's defense said that he had PTSD, hallucinations, paranoia, and some symptoms of borderline personality disorder. Um, so I don't know if this, you know, factored now, into his, I would his love, plea. I would love to know when they do that research of testing, is that, what if everybody has, what if everybody have signs of that, but it's just sure. not too, it's not that enhanced as some different, people. Different degrees. Different, different degrees. degrees. So what if. What if everybody has, but that's just like what they use in court where they go like, oh, this person has symptoms of this. It was like, well, it's like, well, everybody has it, but his is just. Yeah, if everybody tested for it, yeah, I mean, that, like, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I'm sure some things are like um, having a lot of iron in your blood. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's c- kind of common. But if not everybody's testing and they go, your honor, he had high iron in his blood. It just, it sounds like a thing you can try to blame something for. But I don't know what the. What's, what's the test for borderline personality disorder? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm somewhere on the spectrum. If there's a spectrum, yeah. maybe everybody. That's why I don't like, I was having this discussion about autism mm-hmm. and how it's gotten disrespectful where there are people who um, are socially awkward mm-hmm. and don't like being in crowds of people. And they're like, I'm so autistic. Like it's become like a, it's become like a TikTok That's thing. Kind of. People, I don't like that. It's dis- and when there are people who are, and I'm, again, I'm not saying one struggle is, is worse than the other, but there are people who are, non-verbally autistic, cannot function in society, cannot live on their own. And I think it's kind of like dumb for people to adopt it as a quirky little personality trait. Like, oh, I just, um, I'm autistic. I'm on the spectrum and I don't like uh, talking to too many people at one time. I feel like, you know, the spectrum of autism is broad and there are people who probably fall on it who could probably just shut up about it. Like it, it really is not like somebody, maybe you, yeah, exactly. That's what I don't like about it. And there are some people who maybe even took like a, a, a um, what's that? What's that quiz? Uh, uh, th- um, Buzzfeed. Like there are some people who might have even taken like a Buzzfeed quiz that put them somewhere on the autism spectrum and are now like wearing it as this quirky badge of honor. Don't don't you dare put it in your bio. Your there are people who there. That's, are, this is that's there are so people gross. who do this. This is a thing, you know. And I'm not. I'm, I'm. I don't know what the spectrum is, where it is, where you. I'm not trying to hear any emails from people. I'm sure if you are listening to this and you, have but we all know what we mean. With autism, we all know what we mean. When, when if we, when if somebody autism. tells Come me on, their man. son is autistic for you know to to prepare me to meet them, I'm not saying I have a, a a vision in my mind of what that kid will look like, but I'm assuming that it's you know. You're, it's a struggle. Yes, and there that's, are people that's what who I mean. yes, and there are people who are like not struggling at all. They're just like, you know, I don't like talking to people. I'm. I mean, maybe I'm. You. I might be able to test it. I might be on, somewhere on the autism spectrum. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. My point is, a lot of people don't like talking to people or get overwhelmed by too many voices being in one conversation. Yeah. And some people just or or like oh I eat like me I eat lunch in my car. Mm-hmm. I don't like eating in a, like I'll go on my lunch break. I get my lunch. I go eat in my car. I don't want to be in a around people and I just like to be in my own little space. There are people who that might be the most, a, a severe version of that. Like they just, I don't like being in places by myself. 
I'm autistic, and it's like they'll put it in their bio. I'm getting off subject. I'm just saying to offer your point about how everybody might be borderline or might have hallucinations or might have PTSD. There are a ton of people who might have PTSD. There's a ton of people in Baltimore, a ton of people in Chicago, a ton of people in Los Angeles that have PTSD. They've seen many of their friends die at 14 years old, gun violence, all kind of terrible things. So if we're saying PTSD can lead you to kill your girlfriend, then there's a lot of people out there who have PTSD who aren't killing their girlfriends. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so that's my only point. I got off on a tangent about the autism thing just because I feel like I don't like people playing with mental illness. Right. And that was my, that's why I brought it up. That was my whole point. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that say they have OCD, but it's just because like, I like, I only eat orange jelly beans or whatever. It's like, like it's not cool to say. It's not. It's, there are what? people who are like debilitated. They can't leave their house because their OCD is so severe. And you're like, yes. well, I only like I can't. I only eat pink lemon heads. It's like, all right. Like some people just like to be a part of a group. It's tribalism. Everybody wants to be like lumped into something. So records from Gaston Correctional Institution in Dallas, Dallas, North Carolina, uh, show that Kelton is still in jail. Okay. He should be eligible for parole. Actually, no, not eligible for parole. He should be. He should get out in April of 2027. Wow! So within the next four years, this person will be released from prison after his defense claimed that he has PTSD, hallucinations, paranoia, some symptoms of borderline personality disorder. He's traumatized from his childhood, and he killed a person and been stuck in prison for 15, 12, 15, and been stuck in prison. And we know how the prison system is. I don't think he's coming out better. Wow. Sorry to be so blunt about it. Wow. And so this kid will be released back out on the streets, an adult. And let's just hope he was reformed, you know, and because his recidivism will be bad if he hasn't reformed. He's he's killed somebody at a young age and his defense even admitted that he has some psychological issues. So if he backslides or reoffends, I just hope it's not in the way that he got in prison in the first place. So. But he's, they gave him 12 to 15 years. He's will have served he it in 2027. Yeah. He did his time. It's not any kind of loophole or anything yeah. like that. He will have served his time in 2027 and will be released. So I, I can't really, there's nothing really to say about it. That's that's how the system works. So, yeah. So that was the story of Tierra Hall. Really sad. Um, really just makes you just, I don't know, man. Like, we have this discussion, uh, you and me, about uh now the world's so connected with you know the internet and everything you can hear stories from mass shootings and all these things from all across the country so it feels so every day yeah. and you're inundated with it and stuff but this is one of those stories where it, you know it feels like it just made you, makes you concerned about being a father having kids yeah, and sending your kids to school and <clears throat> kids they spend so much time at school and they can have this whole life and relationships and a world and and not, and come home and you go how was school and they go good, good. And they've been break, a breakup and gotten a fight with their boyfriend in front of everybody in the cafeteria. Yeah. And, and we did the, it too. The, te- the teachers, yeah. But the teachers don't, nobody call, the teachers call home when you disrespect them or don't do your homework. But if they see you like going around grabbing butts and the stuff we used to do in school, like kissing in the hallways and stuff that my mom would have wanted to know. Yeah, for sure. My mom wouldn't wanted to know if I was being sexually active at school. Not like full, but you know, whatever, yeah. like f- whatever. Flirtatious, grabby, PDA, necking. My mom would have wanted to know that and would have wanted the teachers to be like, hey, stop. Which they did, but like they can't see you. It's like, it's like prison. It's only, it's way more prisoners than COs. Yeah. That's the same way as school. It's one teacher to every like 50 kids. So it's, you know, like it, it's... They can't catch everything. 
So it's this whole life and hormones and emotions and all this shit happening at school and your kid will come home and tell you nothing. That's why I say the best you can hope for is you try to make it, don't be a, a corporal, don't be a, 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 an imposing force on your kids. You want your kids to be able to tell you everything. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't want to be like, oh, if you tell me this, oh, you're grounded and what? Because then they won't tell you anything. Yep. You know, I don't know the name of the girl, but there's this story that's been playing out. The girl's like in court and trial. She got pregnant. She had the baby at school or something like that. Oh, and yeah, put the baby yeah, in the yeah, trash can yeah. because she didn't want to tell her mom that she was having sex and got pregnant. And it that's I'm not that's an extreme, but I'm just saying. Tierra Hall, no, she didn't know. Her mom didn't know to be afraid of this guy. Yeah. Nobody knew because there was no, no discussions being had. Tierra Hall was thought she was just having a teenage affair. But it turns out this guy had his own mental issues and those weren't shared with the school. And you know what I mean? It's a whole bunch of lack of communication, which, and then you put all these people in an innocent situation we all been in. You've been in school. We, we both been in school, in high school, had a little relationship or whatever. Yeah. And we're both not... I mean, I got my own issues and shit like that, but I'm not mentally unstable. Right. I'm not a dangerous person. Right. But if you put somebody in an innocent situation, I'm cute. They're cute. They, I like how she dresses. She likes how I, whatever, my jokes. We're in high school. We date. That's normal. But if you, now you throw in traumas and PTSD and all this type of stuff and you break up with me and reject my affections, now you're dealing with some real shit. And she had no idea. I had no idea. She just thought it was a. She just thought she it was. was just you get to break up with people. Shit. It was high yeah. school shit. Break up and, and then, then like whatever. Your heart broke for a little bit and you just. That's how it's supposed that's to. That's supposed to go right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So it's just it's sad that this this girl's life was cut so short. She wanted to go to um, college in North Carolina. She had her college mm-hmm. ideas picked out and everything. And you know, it, it, it again, it it makes you scared. It's like when I remember um, talking or seeing the internet reaction when that show Euphoria came out, mm-hmm. and parents being like, "Wait." Wait a minute. What are you? What the fuck are you saying? These kids are sending nudes and making sex tapes and doing drugs. Like it just. Well, stop acting. I don't like that because like stop acting like you weren't young. Stop acting like you didn't do. No, but like I didn't see the show, so I don't know. But but um, but to act like it's, you wasn't that age. You were just you were doing. Everybody was doing Come crazy stuff. But the the access to the things that these kids have today, and then again everything I just said. So like. Drugs are easier to get, more legal, more available, pills. Everybody's on pills, parents. You can just go get pills out of your people's, your parents' closet. Alcohol, flooded. The, everywhere you can get alcohol, fake IDs are easier to make. Everything's easier to do. And you put all that in the same format of high school that we went to. The hormones are the same. The girls are the same. The boys are the same. Cheerleaders, little skirts, uh, abs, like all new, sweat. Every hyper stimulation, all that same shit, but like you can get drugs easier, alcohol easier, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Sexuality has become a lot more fluid and fun and free. Like, you know, so, you know, nudes and everything is just like so crazy. I remember, I mean, I don't know if this is talking about child pornography and stuff, but I mean, I remember being like 16, 17 years old, getting a girl to send you a sexy picture was like a, a badge of honor. Like, what do you mean? What do you like? What'd you say to her? Like, what do you mean she sent you pictures of her body? And now that's just like normal. Yeah. It's, and, 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 and it still has the same implications. Like the girls are still, if you expose a girl's uh, private pictures, that's still awful and can, and embarrassing and whatever. But like, they still are sharing them so much more freely with so much more trust. But it's, it's just, everything is just more accessible. 
It's a crazy time. And I think it's scary for parents. And this story doesn't make me any less scared to be like, oh, uh, my daughter comes home someday and has a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you know, you, you, you're in this, you're on this pathway. Yeah. Where it makes you go like, oh, he is he a nice boy? I don't fucking know. It makes you turn into, you read a story like this, and you, you go into details of the story like this, and it's like, maybe a guy does come over, and me and you are in the garage with, with, some, with some dudes and some tank tops, and we're just like, hey, man, we said bring her home at 7 o'clock. So you will bring her home at 7 o'clock. Yeah. A story like this kind of makes you go into that archaic. Yeah, for sure territorial sexist whatever like i don't trust you i don't no. yeah i know high school i was a nice kid in high school i dated girls or whatever i didn't kill anybody follow, i didn't hurt anybody i'll be in disguise following you whatever <laughs> okay, all right, like, I got newspaper and shit i got like a hat on and some glasses mustache yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got my newspaper it's fucking 20 it's like 20 30 and i got like a newspaper in my hand and shit yeah like that makes you stand out <laughs> even more it's like that guy reading the newspaper that guy reading the funnies <laughs> he's supposed to just gotta have a big ipad right. or something yeah, but like I mean, listen, I mean that might that might be the wrong thing to say, but if you you read a story like this and it makes you the things that you think are supposed to be normal, your kids should be able to date somebody, decide they don't like them, break up, and then that's it. Yep. So now it's like, okay, somebody comes and tells you they're dating somebody, this story might pop in your head really? and you go, "Who? All right, well, I need to know their their All, medical history. Everything. Like, I need to like, are, do they have a, a mental illness in parents, their family? I need to know their parents' names, the address, everything. I want to know everything. Yeah, because. You know, once you tell me you're dating somebody, all that how was school, fine shit is done. I need to, I need, that's why you need to, I just implore people to have open communication with their kids. You want to, I know that people are like, I don't want to be my kid's friend, but you got to find some kind of middle ground because being your kid's warden is worse. They're going to do all the shit and more and not tell you anything. You know, so I just, I, you know, I just think that that's the best route to go is you want an open line of communication as opposed to them being afraid to tell you anything. And you end up with a kid who might be pregnant and do despicable and horrible things unintentionally. I feel so bad about that case because I can, t- the girl just didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. She just didn't want to mess up her life. All these things. You the, know, like it's all from, the, baby. the teenage girl. I'm not, not Sierra Hall. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, gotcha. having two streams of consciousness. But that girl who put had a baby and put it in the trash can and the baby died. Yeah. I just I just know I can tell from the, the they have footage of her the, at the hospital yeah. when she was getting arrested, yeah. everything. And I can just tell she just is a scared little girl. Yeah. Who 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 did something adult and she has every right to live her life with her body and everything like that, but because she didn't have feel comfortable talking with her mother. You can tell by the way she wasn't on birth react. control. You could, just, you could just it was easy to tell. She, yeah. She wasn't on birth control. She didn't feel comfortable going to tell her mom that she was pregnant. And she just was like, I, you know, or worst case scenario, I think I heard one of the videos where she was like, I didn't know, which is like, because she didn't feel comfortable going to her mom and being like, I had sex and my stomach hurts and I need to go see an OBGYN or whatever. A gynecologist, like she didn't know, or she didn't feel comfortable telling her mom that she was having sex, you know? So you gotta get that communication yeah, yeah. Listen, you're gonna hear stuff you don't want to hear. You're gonna have to pick your kid up from the party drunk and scold them, but you want them to call you. Yeah, as long as they when they get drunk at the party, exactly. Oh, you you want them to call you. That's the thing. Like I remember being a kid. We've been, we've been out doing shit we wasn't supposed to be doing. Get caught in a predicament. It's like we gotta try to scrape together some cab money because I'm not calling my mom yeah. to pick us up from here. <laughs> Walk. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I walk ten miles before I call my mom and be like, "We're at a motel and a crackhead." Yeah. It's, it's just not happening. Yeah. It's just not happening. So, <laughs> is you know, but you want them to call you, yeah, for sure. 
So, yeah. So, again, rest in peace to Tierra Hall. Prayers to her mom and, and the family. And, you know, it's, it's been some years, but this is a pain that never goes yeah. away. So, you know, I hope that they find peace and, you know, in whatever they do in, in life. But, uh, Fran, what are you thankful for? I am thankful for my babies still being babies. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a, there's, a, right there's a documentary I got. I, I bet it'll drop some tears for you. I'm recommending this to you and everybody out there who has HBO Max or want to get the... Um, it's called Max. Uh, a, it's called uh, Max. Max. Sorry, it's Max. Shout out to Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, they, if you have that or if you want to get the free trial or whatever, there's a documentary on there called Where Does the Time Go? Okay. It's, bro, it's 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And this dad films his daughter every, every birthday from 2 to 18. And he asks her like five questions. And the fact that this girl's life fit into 20 minutes of her being a baby and then going through the phases of like 12 and just her changing her face and her mood and the emotions on her life and what she wanted out of life, her goals and her dreams and everything, to see that a kid grow the, the life of that fit into 20 minutes. Yeah. It was so, it was beautiful, but it was so sad. Yeah, it's fast. We're just like, it's, it's quick. Just, you know, so uh, I highly recommend that to you. Uh, me, I'm thankful for, I, I'm thankful for summer, man. I, like, I, you know, I used to, I used to think summer wasn't the same since you, since I graduated. But when you make the most of your summer, even though you still have to work, you still have life stuff to do, but summer is this beautiful time where you make great memories. You know what I mean? Like it, it still is. And if you never lose that, it, it doesn't take something away from you. And I think I lost that for a bit where it's just like, I don't know, summer's the same. Like it's not as, I lost the spirit of summer. And recently I really had to look and go like, I'm making great memories. It's a fun summer. Like summers are still summer. Like it's still a great time to go do stuff with the family and, and make memories and, and have a good time. So I'm thankful for summer again for the first time in a long time. I haven't been like thankful about a summer uh, in a long time. It's just kind of felt like it's just hot. Yeah, I hate the summer. <laughs> well, we work outside. So I hate things about the summer, but I, I like the spirit of summer. How about that? I like I'm thankful for the spirit of summer mm-hmm. vacations and and, you know, time and, you know, barbecuing and just I'm just I'm, I'm thankful for summer again for the first time. A nice, crispy dog. That's yeah, nice. you know, it's got those blisters on it, yeah. those big fat blisters, you know, and, 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 you, and, you, and you can do sauerkraut yeah. and, and, and however you however you like to put your dog together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's that's your business. I'm not ever judging, um, you know, how you choose to, you know, partake in the dog. Um, but anyway, uh, this has been another episode of Affirmative Murder. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner and true crime, Francel Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>